Hello, dear friends, and welcome to the live conversation on Alatra TV UK channel. How do we envision society of a new, creative format where human beings are a fundamental unit of society, where every person can really feel comfortable and happy, where everyone would live in prosperity and feel safe? Creative society is a unique global project and millions of people around the whole world are already today framing and discussing how, what kind of world we would like to live, how to build it, and what all of us should do to make creative society is reality. So dear viewers, let's find out together, how can we build this beautiful and amazing world for all of us? My name is Ala, and my co-host name is Elena today, and she's going to tell you more about our project and introduce our beautiful guest. Thank you, Ala. Hello, dear viewers. Uh, this project has been launched on the platform of Alatra International Public Movement. The goal of this project is to build a creative society free from consumeristic mindset by peaceful means. You may find more information about this project on alatraunites.com. It's my pleasure today to introduce our special guest and our program, Redima Bazin. Ridima is the senior associate and she has experience in investment banking. Ridima is also a founder of Just Another Illness, mental health initiative organization. Welcome to Alatra TV, Ridima, and thank you for accepting our invitation. Could you please tell us briefly about yourself? Definitely. Thank you so much uh, to Alatra TV and also to Elena and Ala for uh, inviting me to come on board. Um, like Elena said, I am Ridhima Hussein. Um, I work, I'm a, a chartered accountant by profession. I work in an investment bank. Um, but yeah, uh, there is a baby that I formed in 2020 and the baby's name is Just Another Illness, uh, which is what I'm wearing right now as well. And uh, it is a mental health initiative that I found um, to raise awareness around mental health, particularly in uh, South Asian communities and you know minority communities and at workplace. Um, a bit of background about myself: I was born and raised in India, always you know a protected baby and always you know taken care of by family and friends. Very naive about what the actual world is. So when I came to the UK, um, almost eight years now. It was a big learning curve for me personally as well and as well as professionally. You know, uh, if you would have met me when I just moved to the UK, you would have seen a very different person, someone who wasn't confident, somebody who wasn't ready to, you know, talk to people just because she was scared of, you know, how will I come across and, you know, uh, judgments of the society. And then um, slowly and steadily, I started making friends. And, you know, it has come now that I call this my second home. And, you know, when I go to India, I miss UK. When, I come, when I'm in UK, I miss India. So that's, that's very interesting, I would say. Um, yeah, so that's, that's something about me. Uh, I wanted to talk about just another illness as well and, you know, why I found this initiative. Uh, so in 2019, after back of a major life event, I was diagnosed with uh, PTSD and severe depression. One of my closest friends wasn't keeping good health and just, you know, watching him 
suffer is something that really had a huge impact on me and you know i had i hadn't dealt with such situations before so it was really hard for me to accept what was going on to see that person you know going through so much of pain and suffering and you know when you look at someone you kind of always you know look at them in a light where you have seen them all through your life and suddenly when you see them you know ill and fragile and that's something that that really bothered me so i was diagnosed with severe depression and ptsd and you know i call it a blessing in disguise because that my mental illness definitely helped me to understand a lot more about myself and also about you know how other people are suffering and going through the, such mental health conditions and you know the types of mental health conditions that are there in the world and how much needs to be done just to protect the dignity of of all of those who are going through these mental health conditions and you know inspire people to come forward and talk about their mental health condition inspire people to feel uh you know you not feel ashamed of that they have this mental health condition because you know it, it is not something they choose to have i didn't choose to have depression i didn't choose to have ptsd and you know um the world believes that it is always okay to keep moving on in life and brush off you know whatever has happened and just look forward but um you know some of us need a little bit extra time to just you know cope with our emotions or need a bit of, of an extra hand or you know a little bit of more space to breathe and grow mm-hmm. and i think with just another illness i just want to destigmatize the the mental health uh, the stigma around mental health and just you know just call it it's just another illness there's nothing to be you know scared of afraid of there's nothing to feel ashamed of uh, there's nothing to feel like you know that you will be seen in a different light that people will judge you and the journey that mental illnesses put you on i think is is an experience that i would never want to change i would never want to go into past and be like oh why why me i would actually i'm quite grateful to be honest that this is something that has brought a purpose to my life and you know brought hope to me that if i probably talk about my own struggles you know if you I, there are so many people who reached out to me and said you are like how can you be depressed you know because i am a very jolly and happy person and you know life of the party and all of that but yeah it, it can be anyone it can it, it can impact anyone on this planet and you know illnesses forget mental illnesses any illness doesn't choose that okay this is the person i'm i'm going to you know attack or whatever it's just you know something that can happen to anyone and we all have an organ called brain so we all have mental health saying that oh it's not for me it's not going to impact me is actually not correct because like you take care of your heart you take care of your muscles you need to take care of your brain as well you need to you know understand what you are going through why you are going through uh, you know how you can it's not about like understanding uh, if you don't have a mental illness or diagnosed mental illness it's not about just understanding what the person is going through but just being a little bit patient and you know just listening into what they have to say like for instance if someone with a bipolar disorder or a borderline personality disorder comes and tells me about their experience i will not understand because that is not my experience 
but if i just listen without judgment and tell them that you know i don't really understand what you're going through but i want to understand i just want to listen and you know just show them that compassion that that support that you know i may or may not understand but i'm here for you as a human being and you know we i can help you whatever way i can what do you need from me i think that is the whole basis of you know f- finding just another illness and um the whole reason i wanted to do this is because you know after i i started talking about my mental illness openly there were so many of my acquaintances and my friends who came up to me and told me that you know they are going through something similar and it was such a big eye opener for me because you see all of these people every day you look at social media you look at people you know posting happy pictures and that that you know that lie that we all live on social media that we are perfectly fine and at the end of the day there are people who are going through a lot and you know you can't you can't we all are human beings the beauty of being a human being is that all of us are so different and you know you can't put everyone on the same pedestal being like you know a loss for a, of a parent for someone may not be as major as a life event for someone else so you know it's not like uh, a medicine that will work similarly for all of us you know some of us need extra support so it's just keeping that open mind just keeping that okay you know this illness is a part of that person not the whole person i am not my depression people are not bipolar they have a condition called bipolar disorder and you know just being open and honest and welcoming people understanding that you may not provide solution always but you can always provide a shoulder for people to lean on you can always provide that warmth to people through your hugs and you know you can just welcome people and tell them that i don't i you may be of a different color different culture different religion but that doesn't matter what matters is that you know we are all human beings um we all have our own experiences be open to learning from their experience and be open to the fact that you know we can destigmatize uh, the the you know the flamboyance of social media which shows that oh everyone is living a happy and fulfilled life and just make it normal to talk about like we talk about you know other conditions like cancer or covid-19 if someone has covid-19 we you know give them sympathy similarly people with mental health illnesses also don't choose to be depressed or you know have a disorder and just be you know just 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 have love and compassion and dignity towards everyone i think that's that's something i just wanted to say thank you so much and um, thank you redima for sharing your story because it's very important to share it, our journeys and um, whatever you've been through it's very hard and uh, you're a strong person you came out of it and you just helping us and that absolutely fantastic and i love your phrase this motto you have like be kind is easier yeah and uh, the kindness and sometimes the simple smile can save the life actually and we do not understand sometimes how powerful words can be and this one has to choose them carefully nashwa when we speak we need to take full responsibility on everything because people are vulnerable and we need help them to understand that we are not judging them and uh, 
just give them any support as possible can. So thank you so much for bringing that awareness in society about those issues. And uh, I'd like um, to show us uh, in our viewers little short video and I would like to ask our technical support to put it on and about history, about the great society history. So please, um, technical support, can you show us this video about great society? This Creative Society project was born by the initiative of the people themselves. After we carried out many social surveys, interviews, conferences, and well, we talked to many people really all over the world. These eight foundations of the Creative Society is the result of the desire, the demand of the people themselves, because they talk about it. They tell us how they want to live, where, in what world, in what kind of society they want to live, what values are the most important for them. And after analyzing everything, we understand that, yes, there are these eight foundations that now we can share with everybody. It is a complex of values of each person in this world. So yes, as we know, nowadays, today, all people in society have enormous uh, pressure and stress on their shoulders and uh, you have to change it. You have to start from something. And nowadays, lots of people around the world are saying that to, like, in order to create really comfortable conditions for every single person, we need to change the format of our society from the consumerist one to the creative one. And Redima, we would like to ask you that question. How do you envision creative society, such society where you, your loved ones and everyone would live in happiness, prosperity, and uh, where everyone will feel safe? Thank you. I think it just brings back to, you know, something that I have always learned from, I would say, my parents is that, you know, kindness goes a long way. And I think that's what I, I always say, like, I will, you know, kindness is being kind is so easy. And the kind of society I would envision is where, you know, everyone just has a lot of warmth and love and understanding and kindness for each other. Um, you know, when, when you're walking down a street and you see someone sitting quietly on a bench and crying, you know, we, I, I hope that we have a society one day that we just don't pass by them or just, you know, feel hesitant to go and talk to that person to ask if that person is doing okay. And, you know, once I started believing this, I did try it a couple of times and, and it actually brings a lot of joy to yourself and to that person as well. So, you know, a society where we don't feel afraid of just approaching to someone, even if we don't know them personally and just asking them that if they're doing okay, or, you know, watching a homeless person being, feeling really alone and, you know, sitting in rain, just being able to just sit there and get a cup of coffee for them and for yourself and just having a chat and, you know, just, just being open to the differences that all of us have and appreciating that we have these differences because 
just imagine how boring this world would be if all of us were like same all had similar interests all you know our creative side was completely similar as well you know that's why we we need that compassion we need that kindness in the world to kind of you know broaden our horizon of looking at things and like i am passionate about mental health there are people you know on social media who are passionate about fashion and you know there are people on social media who are passionate about martial arts or something so just being open and you know appreciating that you know there there is a there is there is a whole gamut of people in this world there are a lot of people who are different and you know the way we see each other the way we look at each other shouldn't be through how we look how we you know what our circumstances are what how much money we have or how many followers we have on social media or you know how our skin is but rather just you know looking at someone as 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 a human being and someone who is you know who needs love who needs kindness who needs that warmth i think at the end of the day everybody humans by nature are social animals so mm-hmm. we just need love everybody just needs love everybody just needs that that warmth that feeling of feeling you know belonging to something or being included in something and you know that's what we all learn for um, at the end of the day why this whole corporate race you know this race madness on on you know being popular and you know everything just boils down to the fact that people just want to be connected and i think in the light of this global pandemic that has become so relevant and has come to the forefront that all of us want to be safe and all of us just want to you know just help each other and be there for each other i remember the first time when you know in the uk there was um, there was um, you know a requirement for volunteers and uh, the volunteer spaces just you know they just filled up like like within hours or not even just hours i think 2 hours and all, all of the volunteer spaces were filled up so this shows that people have that compassion people have that love and you know when things like that happen like even now to deliver coronavirus vaccines there's so many people who are volunteering and you know coming forward so being kind is easy because that is being human human beings are kind by nature and it's just tapping into that uh, your own kindness it's tapping into someone else's kindness and just appreciating that you know if someone is not being kind maybe they're just having a bad day or you know their circumstances are so um you know have blinded them of their their the kindness side or you know the compassion that they have and just being a little bit forgiving being a little bit open being a little bit open to sharing so you know some of us are blessed to have a lot more resources than other people so it's just about sharing those resources and you know just just having an open view and uh, and an open heart and open arms for everyone thank you so much yes you're absolutely right compassion friendship and kindness and just uh, because we are human beings and we want big family you all have to be together and function as a one big let's say <laughs> one big family as well in this world all together as one thank you so much yeah and uh, i would like to have uh, to make a question for you redima uh, so you are an experienced manager with a history of auditing the banking and the capital markets industry 
And I know that many banks are, have a private ownership. So based on your experience, how do you see the banking and investment industry in the creative society? And what will be changed? I think a lot is being done already. And these are all my personal opinions. Um, I think, uh, you know, when I look at the corporate sector, uh, I have worked in India and I have worked here and I already see a lot of difference there. So, you know, in India, if you want to talk to your manager or, you know, someone who is as uh, at a, you know, in a hierarchy is higher than your position, they are always hesitant to go up and talk to them. So even just creating those artificial boundaries just, you know, limits the growth of a person or to understand that person or, you know, reduces their confidence. In the UK, it's completely different. You can just walk up to your partner or your, you know, director and talk to them and have a conversation and you will be heard and you will be listened to. Um, uh, a lot of people in the banking space are doing uh, things around, you know, raising awareness around mental health, raising awareness around well-being, particularly like in this pandemic, I have seen the kind of support that has been uh, provided to the employees, to, to people outside uh, of the firm as well. Um, you know, support, big banking, banking houses supporting a lot of small businesses to grow as well. But, um, and you know, just like I have seen um, there are specific, you know, trading is now coming forward to doing around um, social bonds. So like, you know, we have people investing in sustainable products uh, rather than, you know, uh, investing in products which are not good for, for the environment or for the climate. And, you know, sustainable investing is becoming something quite popular in, in the banking sector as well. And, you know, I have been a part of a couple of initiatives where the, the all of the big banks or, you know, the big accountancy firms in the world are supporting people from uh, not from, you know, from a background where they don't have exposure to, you know, parents working in a big corporate sector. So I remember when um, a couple of years ago, uh, I helped a couple of graduates just, you know, how uh, prepare for their interviews, just, you know, give them some, some um, uh, did a mock interview with them and looked at their CVs, like how we can help them. And that was through my employer that, you know, they wanted to do this or, it's just about, you know, right now, the firm that I'm working with, we, they have this whole global project of supporting uh, women who have small businesses. So, you know, there is a lot that is being done, I would definitely say. And definitely, in, in, if you look at 10 years ago to where we are, a lot has been done. But this path is not, it doesn't have a destination. You can't say that, yeah, this is where we want to go. It is a journey that not just the banking sector, the, the people who run the, these banking sectors or people who are part of these financial services need to understand that there is not a destination, but the journey is really long. And, you know, we need to continue doing all of this work. There may be passionate about, you know, one of the firms may be passionate about sustainable investing. Another firm would be passionate about mental well-being and not just in their firm, but in, you know, in, in the society as well. And, you know, some may be passionate about 
like the whole Black Lives Matter thing that happened recently, there was so much that was said and was done, um, you know, in financial services, how openly the support was given and people came forward. And, you know, it's, there is a lot that they are doing to, um, uh, to handle situations, but I would say it's a more, reactive approach that people have rather than you know an active approach of we will take matters into our own hands before they worsen so say for instance you know now even the regulators have asked the uk big uk firms to disclose in their annual accounts of you know the gender pay gap as well so that is just you know little things like these are just opening people's minds to the issues beyond the financial services sector or beyond um, beyond their day-to-day job and you know we are forming mental well-being uh, departments within these big firms we have you know specialists within uh, you know presence of uh, psychiatrists and you know psychologists helping people deal with these stressful situations all over in financial services people are working very hard to you know, uh, raise awareness around meditation and taking care of yourself. There is, there are charities, uh, people are, you know, a lot of these big firms are linking up with big charities. Um, my firm is working with mine right now to raise a lot of awareness now mental health. So I would say that they are on the path. We are, are all are on the path. There is just a long journey to go. There's a lot to be done. But what I'm positive and happy about is there has been a start, although we would say, you know, the start happened a lot of years later, but the, you know, just being optimistic here, I feel like at least we, there is is a start has been made. Yeah. Thank you so much for your answer. And um, yes, uh, and creative society, which actually the projects for humanity, because it's what creative actually means, it's harmonious. It's prosperous society, stable and secure society, where everyone could live really as they deserve, as all humanity deserves. And uh, now more and more people around the world understand that in order to build creative society, you have to unite the same goal. And also it depends on every single person, every single each of us, how we can build this whole world. And I'd like to say a little bit more about eight foundations in creative society. So after conducting the interviews with people around the whole world, uh, foundations and stages for building the creative society was formed. And it's all presented on our official website, alachraunites.com. So dear viewers, please visit our website and um, read those this article and those eight foundations and three stages for building the creative society and find out how can we all together build the world we all want to live in. And um, we know that you are familiar with these eight foundations and three stages. Could you please tell us, what do you think about them? Does it resonate with your moral view? Yeah, absolutely. I think when, you know, when we started talking as well, and when I went through those eight, uh, you know, the pillars as well of the creative society, I felt like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of reading the life lessons that probably everyone should be taught, everyone should be aware of, everyone should know. And, you know, like, I think it's quite similar to what I said earlier, it's just like tapping into that, that 
being human side of a human being uh, you know just understanding that you know being just compassionate and kind and you know creating that safe world for people and creating uh, you know i read something along the lines of sharing resources and you know make making people come together and that's something that you know really resonated with me that all we are trying to do at the end of the day is just to create space for us but it's not just about creating space for us it's also about coexisting and respecting other people's space as well and you know probably sharing a bit of a space as well that if what we can share with other people who don't have as much as space so definitely you know when when i was reading through that and it's such a, a beautifully written um, eight pillars that it's to the point it just says um, you know defines thing, the pillars in a very simple format and i feel like that is that and you know even if you may not agree with all of the eight eight of them i feel like there are at least five to six which will resonate with everyone and it's hard for you know i will find it very hard to find someone in this world who doesn't you know resonate any of the pillars with them and uh, yeah and i think that's something that is i'm i'm really positive about that the more people who read about all of these things you know will feel associated with what you are doing and you know feel you know there is there is a bigger family or there is a home that they can reach out to and you know there is someone who is who is working very hard to just bring you know bring to humanity what humanity is and you know what humanity is missing so yeah thank you so much yes because um, what you know about those eight foundations this actually created for the people by people because uh, we conducted uh, years of interviews around whole world and uh, people expressed their desires and wishes so all these eight foundations actually formed from those desires and those wishes so this is why everybody can find everything inside them because this perfect world that we all would like to live in thank you so much for your opinion as well and for everything yeah and, and now i would like to show a short video from the global conference united we can uh, which was held on 20 of december 2020 um please a technical support could you display a little cartoon aliens came to earth at first they flew around it so everything and then decided to talk to the people on earth they asked, why do you have so much garbage and garbage cans? Well, this is because we don't have enough money to build waste processing plants. But why do you have so many hungry and homeless people? Well, this is because we don't have enough money to feed them and build houses for them. But why are you constantly at war with each other? This is because we don't have enough money and we're trying to take it away from others. The aliens scratched their heads and said, We fly around galaxies, have explored many worlds and planets, but have never met such a rare and, as it turns out, such a very necessary resource as money. Could you show us what it looks like and show where you get it in space? Then we will try to get it, bring you more of this money and help you establish harmony on your planet. We don't fly anywhere to get money, the Earthlings answer. 
We print it ourselves. Yourselves? said the aliens. Yes. After this answer, Earthlings were deleted from the list of intelligent beings. Yes. Is it necessary for us as humanity to change the format of society we live in from a consumer-based to a creative one? What do you think this change is important? Uh, I mean, um, you know, the more uh, consumer-based you are, I think what is happening to, uh, you know, there are so many different aspects I can touch upon. I'll probably start with what's happening to our mother nature, to mother earth. You know, uh, now the trend, you know, we all need to wear masks. We all need to wear gloves when we go out. And now you've seen that there's another way people have come up with polluting the earth is by throwing their masks on the road. And, you know, it's just that, you know, we, we just this consumer uh, mentality that, or instead of using a mask that they can reuse or probably wash and use it again, people are okay to just, you know, keep using new masks uh, if they cannot, you know, buy something which they can use again. And they're also okay with just polluting it and throwing it on the road. And that is something very disheartening to see that, you know, we are all so focused on Say, for instance, you know, the water, water is such a limited resource and, you know, how we go around using it and without being cognizant of the fact that, you know, this is not an unlimited supply of water that we have. And, you know, there are countries which are in, uh, you know, have drought and, you know, it's just being a little bit more cognizant and open to what is actually what is happening and how your little actions are impacting the planet as well as, you know, how it is impacting what's going through your head. Like, say, for instance, you know, this whole consumer mentality, people just, you know, buying stuff for the sake of buying and, you know, just to show off, just to show. I was, I was, you know, two years ago, I would, I would go and buy luxurious handbags as well. And just, you know, even if I didn't need one, it was just to, for the sake of it. And I realized that, what am I actually doing? I have, uh, you know, I'm a vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian all my life. And why am I buying leather products, which are actually, you know, has a history of you know, torturing animals and using that. And I, then I just stopped. And I just realized that nobody cares about what brand of handbag I have. And at the end of the day, you know, I'll be honest, like, when I look at my wardrobe and I look at the things that I bought, there are so many things that are just sitting there and I'm just buying stuff for the sake of buying because, you know, retail therapy, it makes you feel better. But maybe there is another thing that, you know, have you ever done some charity work? Have you ever just, you know, spoken to someone who is, who is not feeling okay or just sat, you know, with your partner and just colored some books? Uh, instead of just going out for a drink or just going out and you know partying like it will actually bring you a lot more happiness than you can ever imagine and I think it took this whole global pandemic to make people realize that you can have celebrations at home you can you don't have to you know just go out and spend money on clothes even if you 
at the end of the day when you're in a pandemic a pandemic and stuck in a house you're just wearing those four clothes that you will be wearing and you don't need more than those four clothes you you don't need to just you know keep spending money on things which you will not end up using and how you how this this one mask that you have just thrown on the road how it is actually you know going to take several years to even uh, you know disintegrate and you know it's just 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 new things which are just competing and just putting stress on so many people like if you if you just go back i don't know 50 years ago where there was no social media there was no phones or anything people would was so more content and you know stress was so much because nobody was everybody was earning money to support their family have a house have one car and that was enough and you know you don't need more than that like even if i have a house with 10 rooms i can only sleep in one room right at one point of time i can't keep changing my room every hour right and it's just bizarre that people feel that you know having more and doing more it, i just feel that it added it adds so much stress to your life the more clothes you have the more you have to wash your clothes the more you need to take care of them the more you need to fold the more you need to put in your wardrobe the more you need to think about disposing them and donating them is worth and rest of yeah. this and yes you're right you have said there right yeah it is just it's just adding that pressure on yourself and today you have this fashion and then tomorrow you'll be like oh i need that as well like and you know guilty as charged i am i am similar but i am happy that you asked me this question because it brings accountability that you know we can all sit and talk about what what is good for planet earth for for our own stresses and how you know we manage ourselves but what can we actually do as an individual you know and there's a lot that we can do i remember my my mother always you know uh, the house help when she comes in my house in india you know she uses water to clean my mother is just constantly teaching her to you know not to waste water and you know switch uh, you know turn off the tap when you're not using it and you know conserve water and all of us used to just laugh and giggle that oh you know uh, how is that going to change but if you look right now if she understands it her children understand it she tells to her friends and they understand it just one person saving water will actually help a lot so it's not about oh you know big organizations will go and clean this up or it's not me it's the government who is responsible for disasters is not it's each of us to yeah, take personal exactly. responsibilities for absolutely everything and i'm totally agree with you this uh, we have to understand how we using our resources what we have in right now and yes thank you for such beautiful answers well and um, yes and i'd like to ask you another question as well redeemer it's about uh, we have a tradition on our channel which is uh, basically when we ask our guests to invite somebody they personally know so do you thought about somebody you would like to invite to our next live broadcast and why do you choose this person uh there are actually three people i would want to invite uh first being my dad i think um when we when you do that interview you will see uh you know a I I can't say you will see a huge reflection of me but you will basically find out that I am a huge reflection of who he is and you know he is someone that I really look up to and uh, 
you know and i feel like he has a very different point of view towards life and towards you know kindness and uh, uh, just generally about society as well i think he he is a good mix of practical as well as kind person and i think it would be really good for your viewers to see his point of view as well um i would like to nominate one of my um, you know uh, i call her a wo warrior uh, mom so she is part of a charity called time to change in the uk and she works very closely with me just another illness as well to raise awareness around mental health through her artwork and recently she published a book and you know she went through postnatal depression and how she has actually used all of that um, her name is dorota uh, and how dorota has used her passion her art to express herself and you know to let people you know just voice questions of what is actually happening and you know her art speaks to you so i would love to have her here with you guys and um, you know i i did give a lot of negative examples of social media i would love to invite someone i have never met her in person um she found another charity called mind if i share and her name is davina and i would love you to have her as well i think you know all of us these are these are very powerful women who are doing great work um they have full time jobs which are completely different to what they are trying to do to raise awareness around mental health and i feel like they deserve this appreciation they deserve to you know people to hear their point of view and and you know what they have to say yeah it sounds fantastic all of us um, and each of them is just beautiful thank you so much mm -hmm. looking forward to having an interview with them and uh, having you as well as a co-host oh, <laughs> It's so fun and interesting together to do that. Thank you so much for having me. That's interesting. Yeah, thank you very much, Radima, for your inspir inspirational answers, and um, for our viewers to join Creative Society project of Alatra International Public Movement. Please visit our website alatraunites.com, where you can see the red button "Join." All you need is to fill out a very short and easy form. And the volunteers of Alatra International Public Movement will contact you. So please join, and uh, our family is becomes bigger and bigger every day. So people uniting by, by the same goal for the same sake to live in a better society. Thank you. Yes, and dear viewers, thank you for watching us today. And uh, let's build together the world that humanity deserves. I would like to say very big thanks for our dear guest, Redima. Thank you so much for sharing all your experience and your story today with us and our viewers as well. And because it's really inspiring, inspiring conversation and could help many, many people around the globe. And I'd like to say thank you for Elena and our technical support for being with us today. Creative Society, it's a project. It's, a, it's not just a project. It's a way of living for everybody. It can fix, it really can fix our world from top to bottom. We all have to unite the same goal. Thank you so much for being with us, all of you. And uh, I do wish you all the good and all the best of luck in your path as well. And let's stay connected. Thank you so much and bye for now. Thank you very much and bye bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Unprecedented event of present history, initiative that comes from people around the world.
main project of humanity. People stopped being silent about urgent issues of our society. How it all started. May 2019, International Online Conference, Society, The Last Chance. 140 countries of the world, hundreds of thousands of people online, hundreds of broadcast platforms, translated into seven languages simultaneously. If we all want to live in peace, why do we have a world of violence and destruction? It is up to us to build a different world. How can we do it? December 2020, Creative Society, United We Can, 180 countries of the world, millions of people online, thousands of streaming platforms, 35 languages simultaneously translated. People have voiced today's reality and what they truly desire. And it is the creative society. All cultures have an image of the ideal world people want to live in. A world that prophets talked about. The time has come when we can make it real. How will we use this chance? Let's meet March 20, 2021, 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time. International online event of global scale. Creative Society, what the prophets dreamed of. This is the day the world will unite to find out the truth Join the entire humanity and spread the message.